Welcome to the Jazz Music Podcast. I'm your host, Jalen. And I'm your other host, Marco. And this episode is going to be a fun one, a short one, as it's just um, Marco and I today. Um, we haven't done an episode like this in a little minute. I want to say since uh, we did that tier list of rock bands, I think I think that was the last one. Um, yeah, that was a long time ago, looking yeah. back. Yeah, but um, so this episode is really just going to serve as kind of like a recap. That's a recap of events that's happened uh, for the podcast, that's happened for Marco and myself, all music related. And um, I figure you should go first. Yeah, so uh, I guess, well, two big things have happened with me DJing. Um, number one was I got to perform at the High Tide Music Festival this past uh, June, and then also got to headline at Trio for the first time. So both really exciting things. Um, High Tide Music Festival, for you, those of you that don't know, is a new festival that just started in Charleston last year. So this is the second year that they did it, and it's all house music related. So they had all these different house music artists Last year they had um, Bream, they had Sam Feld, they had Dombreski, and a bunch of other people. And then this year they had um, kind of like the big big names were um, Duke Demont, Hayden James, Disco Lines, and Shipwreck. And um, this year I was actually able to perform, so I got to perform at the silent disco stage, a lot of other talented DJs, really cool people that I got to meet there. And if you've never done a silent disco, it's basically where they have the, they have the crowd wearing headphones and there are three different DJs and each DJ um, is they, I forget. I don't know exactly how they do this, but they put in this kind of like router into the CDJs and Basically, the headphones, you can switch into which DJ you want to listen to. So we're all color-coordinated. I think I was channel red or something. So if you want to listen to my set, you would switch your headphones to the red setting and uh, listen to my set that way. And DJing a silent disco is really weird because, I mean, I was wearing my headphones the entire time. So when I was queuing up songs, normally you know, you're playing out into the crowd and then you use your headphones to cue up songs and only you can listen to it. And it was weird because I was doing all of that, but in my headphones. So what I had to do was I would press the cue button for the main, um, main output for music. And then I figured, okay, so that's what I'm playing right now. And then when I wanted to kind of beat match to the next song, which was on my other queue. I, I personally, I mean, other DJs like to have both of them kind of playing, but um, what I did was I shut off the queue button. So I shut off my ability to listen to the main output and listen to just my own song, like the next song I was queuing up. So it was just kind of weird because I felt like I was shutting off the music, but people were still dancing and everything. So it was kind of tripping me out for a little bit, but then I got the hang of it. And uh, it was a great turnout. Um, I had a lot of my friends come up. 
and see me. Jalen was there, of course, and a couple other people like Isaiah from Apple Juice for two. And uh, yeah, it was a really fun time. And I played for about an hour and I kind of kept it really housey. Um, I had some kind of old school rap remixes. Like I found this one, a tribe called Quest song that I really liked. And I thought it would be perfect for that set. So I threw some of that in. A little bit of Latin tech house, which is another type of genre that's really popular right now. And uh, then near the end, I played some really hardcore techno just to really get the people going. Yeah. And um, yeah, overall, it was a great time. But um, <laughs> it was just so funny because um, afterwards, um, Jalen and a bunch of us, we went to um, this little shirt vendor shout out to block and ink by the way um and my friends were buying these really cool shirts and the shirts they're like a linen shirt but unlike a regular button-down shirt that has a collar these shirts didn't have a collar so just a button-down linen shirt and it was super cool and uh (laughs) i was handing out my business cards because i made business cards that i hand out during sets in case someone wants to follow me on instagram whatever and I gave some to Jalen, a couple other of my buddies, and <laughs> Jalen, <laughs> uh, gotta give you props for this. He just gave my business card to the Block and Ink people, and yeah. then the Block and Ink people were like, "Oh, you DJed at High Tide?" I was like, "Yeah, I just got off the stage right now." And they're like, "Oh, that's awesome. We make shirts for DJs, you know, and uh, all DJs get a shirt for free." I was like, "What?" So, thank you, Jalen, for the free shirt. Well, thank you, Block and Ink, for the free shirt, but thank you, Jalen, for uh, the connect right there. So that was pretty cool. Of course. Um, But it was your first time at High Tide. So uh, what were your kind of initial thoughts? Yeah, man, that was a a dope festival. Uh, That was my first EDM festival. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, When I first got in, I actually couldn't find where you were because I, I thought you were on like the stage that was like outside, like that, the first stage you see when you walk in and, um, and then I was like, well, he's not here. So let me just keep walking. And then I saw <laughs> another area, um, that had people like with headphones on. And then I saw you, I was like, Oh, there he is. So yeah. I, and that was like my first time doing a silent uh, disco party too. Like I always heard about the events, but I've ever and actually, I never actually went to one. So that was my first time doing that as well. And then I walk in, I get my headphones and the ladies like, um, uh, this is channel one, channel two, channel three on the, on the headphones or whatever. So I put it on and then I uh, switched to channel two and I was like, all right, cool, cool. We're on Marco's set now. And uh, that was really dope. That was a really cool experience. Cause um it was me, Isaiah, um, and a few other their friends. We were all like at the front, and they had like this. Um, <laughs> it's not even a mirror. It's kind of like a. Um, it was kind of like a TV screen, or um, yeah, like when you walk into the grocery store and like they have that TV screen where you can like see yourself, like a security camera. Type yeah, 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 yeah. It was that. So that was really cool that we could all like see ourselves like on the screen and like everybody was dancing. And I think not everybody, but I don't know. It might have been everybody, but I know majority of the people that were there, they were listening to your channel. 
And that was really cool because everybody was like really engaged with your set. The other two DJs that were there were cool too, but like your set was like, was the most engaging. You played a lot of really hype stuff, a lot of cool stuff, hype, high energy stuff. So that was really cool that I got to experience that. And then, um, yeah, again, the festival in general, just really cool vibes. A lot of people just out there, uh, really lucky. Funky outfits. Yeah, a lot of crazy outfits for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, shout out to Block Inc. for the uh, free T-shirt that they gave Marco. And um, yeah, that was just a really fun event. I really enjoyed that. I'm glad I came out. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. So maybe next year you'll you'll be on the you'll get a even you'll be a, you'll be on the main stage like the outside stage next time. But I don't know the silent disco party was really really fun. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like I was kind of bummed that I didn't get to play on the main stage. But by the time that my set started um, and you looked at the main stage, it was like there wasn't really a lot of people there. So yeah, everyone was, just went to yeah. the silent disco. You know, so it's yeah. kind of like. You know, it kind of worked out for the best, but um, yeah. I actually did good too. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like the big headliners, they don't come on till a lot later. So yeah. everyone was just at the silent disco. But I even got to go backstage, which was really cool. Oh, right. Um, yeah, they had an ungodly amount of alcohol. Like I just <laughs> went over there, and they're just like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "Oh, I'll take all this." I think it was called beatbox. It was like some sort of alcoholic beverage or something that they, that was there. It was really good, actually, like super strong. But um, yeah. And for those of you that wanted to see the recap, go on my Instagram. I made a little reel recapping High Tide and that whole uh, festival. And it was a lot of fun. Um, so definitely, if you haven't been, check it out. Um, I probably will go again next year. Um, and, uh, hopefully they make it cause it's normally just one day, but, um, they make it two days. That'd be really cool. Yeah. So Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah exactly. That'd be super cool. Super cool. So yeah, that was a uh, high tide. And then that was, so that was on Saturday, the first mm-hmm. Saturday in June. And then that following Friday, I headlined at trio. So yeah. it was like a really busy, like couple of weeks in june and um that was really fun my trio set was so much fun i mean i'm not gonna lie i was really nervous not because of like what i was gonna play well maybe mm. a little bit because i had soto he was calling me he's just like he's like mealy like you got your set ready man i was like yeah I, I got some things prepared you know he's like okay man like you know you gotta do really well man like the staff's gonna be watching you they're gonna be telling me everything i was like oh okay so it was kind of good though because it really kind of prepped me and uh really made me think about what it is i want to play um so i pretty much played kind of like commercial remixes because soda was telling me that charleston just in general it's not like a big city you know like a miami which i mean i was in miami earlier this year and i got to see that whole um house scene down there and it's just awesome or anything like that. You know, it's not like a New York or Chicago. So you have to kind of just play commercial stuff, um, which is cool. Cause I mean, I found some cool remixes of songs people could sing along to, but I'm um, at the end of the day, as long as the crowd's happy and that's all that really matters. But um, 
Yeah, my set didn't start until I want to say midnight. And I had Christian Jambox. Um, yeah, shout out to Jambox. Yeah, opened up for me. I requested that he open up for me because, you know, he's one of my good buddies and he's been helping me out with just music production and helped me get back into it. And um, we also made some music together. So I had to throw some of our music in there as well. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun. Um, and I was also kind of worried too about just people showing up. Like I was really paranoid that people would not show up. So like I was making sure I was texting everyone I knew, um, inviting people. I'm like, yeah, like come out. And if you have friends, bring them too and tell them to bring their friends. And like, I was really worried that no one would show up because when Jambox was playing, um, like upstairs was kind of empty, but downstairs was filled to the brim. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, wow, this is really interesting. And I was kind of worried. I was like, oh man, like, is, are they, are they not going to go upstairs? Like, you know, like I was, I was, cause I was kind of worried. I was a little nervous, but by the time that his set was kind of wrapping up, all of a sudden, like people started coming up and everything. And then it started filling in. I'm like, okay. I was like, all right, here we go. And um, then when I um, got up on the stage, um, some of my friends want to take pictures with me before because they're like, we've seen you like when you were doing house parties and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. You know, see me grow up, I guess. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was getting a little nervous. I had to rip a couple tequila shots just to get in that mindset. And then it was just like go time. And Soto told me before, He's like, yeah, you got to use the microphone too. I was like, okay. Cause I don't really use the microphone when I DJ, but, um, yeah. I just on the microphone. I, I don't even remember what I said. I, I think I said something like, you know, give it up for jam box. My name's Millie Marco. We're gonna have a wild time, blah, blah, blah. And something like that. And then I played the first song and it was just boom, boom, boom like high energy and everything like that. And that's what I had, um, our boy Sammy, Sammy Nuke on Cryo and Lights. So yeah, shout out to Sammy. Yeah, yeah, he made me look like a superstar. Um, and it was just so much fun overall. Just um, it really it made me realize that you know when you're headlining a show, it's a lot easier than opening. Opening is actually really difficult now that I think about it because you got to build the energy, but you can't play like the bangers if you know what i mean like you can't play the hard-hitting songs that everyone knows you know because you gotta leave that for the headliner so basically uh, christian did a great job because by the time that i was ready like i just went in and people were just getting ready to get absolutely wild and yeah it was a great time uh, overall um you know so many people took videos of me which is hilarious <laughs> i know you were Jalen was up there in VIP having the time of his life. Um, yeah, it was like that. It was like that Drake meme where Drake's in Ibiza and he's just behind the DJ booth. He's just like with the fan, just vibing out. Yeah, that was basically Jalen. <laughs> you know, and um, <laughs> yeah, he had the VIP wristband on. We had the bottle of tequila. It was it was getting wild, man. Um, and I played from twelve until one forty five, mm-hmm. and. Um, it was just so much fun overall. And then afterwards, you know, I got invited to this little after party. 
So I really didn't go to bed until 4.30 in the morning that night just because it was just, I was so amped up and it was wild and it was so much fun. Like I hope to get, I hope to headline again at trio soon. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun. I think one of the funniest videos from that night was <laughs> when Jalen took a video because like, yeah, you were like the one like with Isaiah in the video. background. Yeah. Yeah. That one with Isaiah yeah. in the background from Apple juice for two. He was up there. And when the drop came for, I forget which song it was. He was like, oh my God. Like you could just hear him yelling in the background. Yeah. It was so funny. But I, um, I didn't even notice it until I went back and watched the video the next day. Cause of course I couldn't hear it. Cause you know, I'm everything. I just hear loud music. But then when I watched it again, I was like, who, who's, who's, who's making all that noise? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that can't be Jalen. Like Jalen's not that rambunctious. But um, Is that yeah, it was fun. It was fun, and like, I mean, I appreciate like everyone that came out and saw me at High Tide and Trio. I mean, like, and just over this overall, like the support I've gotten over the years, um, going from where I was, you know, doing the house parties, and you know, then working my way up, and so I'm just really appreciative of everyone that came out, and uh, appreciative of you, Jalen. You seen it all <laughs> yeah of course man like i said man i'm happy for you i'm proud of you definitely came a long way from djing house parties when we were in college to being at silver dollar small little silver dollar <laughs> to yeah doing republic headline trio doing a uh, high tide fest and you know just keep going man you, you're it's only this is just the beginning man so i'm glad that you could you know share your perspective on, you know, what achieving those things for life for you. Cause it, it was, it was definitely fun to witness that. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, some people think, you know, DJing, Oh, all you do is just press buttons. It's like, it's more than that. You know, you have to like, you have to build a certain vibe for the crowd to enjoy. Cause you're, you're essentially making memories for people. Oh yeah. And you know, you want to do a great job because people will remember, um how you played and you know djing it's a very subjective job people either love you or they hate you for it so you know it's it's not as easy as just going up there and pushing buttons and everything you know it's it's a lot more to it so but i mean you know i mean it's like with anything like music i think um especially with your band um Cause I got to see you play at the Dewberry when, yeah. how long? Yeah, that was like so, a month ago. Yeah, that was last month. We were at the Dewberry on June 16th, Friday, June 16th. So yeah, to the listeners, y'all who don't know, I have my own band now. Um, I can't tell y'all the name and all that stuff yet. Cause we're, we're still <laughs> kind of like getting our feet wet and everything, but you know, an official announcement will come soon. I can't tell you when, but, you know, soon. Uh, but, yeah, man, we, me, shout out to uh, Ashton Lowry. Shout out to uh, Kalen Richardson, a.k.a. K-Rich. We've had him on the podcast. Also, shout out mm-hmm. to Jorge Chocobar, a great keyboardist, great saxophone player. Uh, those are the guys in my band. So we, we played at the five-star Dewberry Hotel, Friday, June 16th. We did a lot of instrumentals, played jazz stuff, 
played some uh some top 40 pop music and um honestly just jammed out just did a lot of improvisation uh didn't really go in there with a plan or anything like that but it was a really it was really fun doing that gig because um one just the vibe of the Dewberry Hotel is just it's like insane you know like you know that's like a that's definitely a rich people hotel so like to to get to just be in there and then just and play music and people you know enjoy it and people tip us was um it was a it was a really cool experience and then uh before that actually i'm gonna take it a a, a month i'm gonna take it back another month uh you weren't there for this show marco but um my band and i we played at uh the Porter Room by Holy City Brewing in North Charleston. Um, we played for an event called Creative Mornings. Uh, for the listeners who don't know, Creative Mornings is uh, basically, and, and I'm going to read it verbatim, it's it's basically a, a, a breakfast lecture series for the creative community here in Charleston. We can kind of think of it as like a creative networking event. And um, shout out to Meggie Hosey, uh, who is over the Disco TP podcast, who we've also had on our podcast uh, mm-hmm. twice, actually. And um, shout out to her for reaching out to me and connecting me uh, with the, the amazing people over at Creative Mornings and setting up that performance. That was a really cool show. Um, I It was me, Jorge, and Ashton. Um, Ashton is our guitarist and Kay Rich is the drummer, but um, it was really cool doing that show because... I got to sing uh, on that one. And um, I, I, I really can't wait to uh, sing in front of a crowd again, especially because um, when we sung, when I sung at that gig, I sung the song, I Feel It Coming By The Weekend. And that's like a, such a popular song. Everybody loves that song. And everybody really yeah. heard that. So it was really cool to do that. And like to, you know, have my name be like the headline for that, uh, for the performance or the musical for the music to have my name be the music guest for that event was really, really, really cool. Um, and I can't wait to experience that again. So had that. And then, um, um, the other thing, Oh, <laughs> almost forgot. So, um, for those who do know, like Marco and, and other, my other friends, y'all know that I was, uh, a, an executive fellow with the Charleston Symphony Orchestra for the past two years. And uh, my time with the Charleston Symphony came to an end at the end of last month um, because that's how long the fellowship program had lasted, about two, two, two years for me. And um, so now I'm a house and venue manager at the Gilliard Center. So for those of you who are in Charleston, or if you ever find yourself in Charleston, you're looking for events to go to, definitely go to the Gilliard Center. It's a performing arts center in downtown Charleston. Beautiful, beautiful venue. Uh, they have music concerts, uh, comedy shows, um, even I've seen podcasts like host events out there and um, other really cool events too. And um, you may see me out there. I'll be like making sure everything is running smoothly. That's that's pretty much my job as a house and venue manager there. So it was really cool spending, you know, spending the two years that I had with the Charleston Symphony, learned a lot there, uh, gained a lot of colleagues, really nice people. Got also gained some friends. Um, and yeah, I will forever cherish, you know, my fellowship experience with the Charleston Symphony. But, you know, 
moved on to being a house and venue manager at the Gilliard Center. And uh, this is a more recent achievement. I'm also a music instructor at a School of Rock up in Mount Pleasant. Uh, no, not the famous movie by Jim. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's an actual School of Rock. Um, school of Rock is actually like an international uh, music school. Like if you ever get some time, look it up because they are very popular on um, the Mount Pleasant location, which is in the low country area of Charleston. Uh, they opened up last year. And um, oh, it's really, really cool. It's actually very innovative because the way that they go about uh, teaching students music is not just, you know, your regular private lessons. They do that, but they also make it group based. So basically, you know, you have your private lesson, but then every student that takes private lessons, they also um, participate in basically group based uh, performances, group performances. So like at the end of... Um, I'm still new to the job, so I can't tell you like what the time frame is. But, you know, at some point during the year, uh, there is like a concert and all the students that were taking lessons up until that point uh, participate in the concert. And like they get a venue. Um, it's really, really cool. Like they put on a whole rock concert. So that's really, really cool uh, how they go about <laughs> teaching lessons there. You're about to teach them a bunch of Pink Floyd songs, aren't you? <laughs> I'm actually glad you brought that up because um in our uh song data database, um majority of the songs are Pink Floyd songs. <laughs> yeah. I'll be yeah. at the recital. Yeah. <laughs> There's like Pink Floyd, uh Led Zeppelin, the Beatles and all that stuff. But like Pink Floyd, I think um makes up majority of the catalog. So yeah. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. A lot of cool stuff happening for Marco and myself. Also, speaking of my band, we're at, if you're in Charleston, we're actually going to be at the Blueberry Hotel again on Saturday, July 29th from 7 to 10. I haven't made an official announcement on my Instagram yet, but um, those are those of you who are tuning into the podcast. We're going to be at the Blueberry Hotel again from 7 to 10, uh, July 29th the last Saturday of this month. So definitely come out and support and check me out. Oh, and the last thing, I'm also a keyboardist at a church in North Charleston, uh, Voice of the Lord International Ministry. So having fun doing that too. Um, and the very last thing before we wrap up, July 28th, Friday, July 28th, Just Music is putting together an event that is like none, nothing we've done before. Uh, this is going to be really, really cool, very exciting. Uh, we've partnered with Bodega, which is, uh, it's a sandwich shop and a, a bar music venue in downtown Charleston. And um, we put together a boiler room experience. I'm going to let Marco touch on, you know, what exactly is a boiler room and more details about the event. But we encourage all yeah. of you to come out this Friday not this Friday, but Friday, July 28th from 9 p.m. to close because it's going to be sick. It's going to be free as well. So, yeah, take it away. Yeah, yeah. So um, this has been something that Jill and I have been talking about for a while. And essentially what it is is um, a Boiler Room show. So there's this media music company called Boiler Room, and they – produce all these different DJ sets and performances 
all around the world, but the defining characteristic that they have is instead of having the DJ in a booth high up above on a stage, the DJ is actually on the floor in the middle of the crowd. So it's kind of like a little mosh pit kind of with <laughs> the DJ at the center point. So it's really cool because Trio started doing this. Um, they've been doing it every Sunday um, with the surround sessions hosted by Shane Barrett, who's a great DJ. And uh, so when I saw that they were doing that, it kind of really was just like, okay, like now we re- I really want to do this because I've gone to a couple of their shows and it's just so much fun because, you know, when you're a DJ and you're up on the stage, kind of like looking up, out at the crowd, you kind of want to be in the crowd too. It's weird, but this is the perfect solution to that. So essentially we, you know, I was talking with Jerry feels good about this and he's always wanted to do a boiler room. Yeah. And then not, he got uh, me. Jerry feels good. In, uh, yeah. Jerry feels good. Jerry feels good. Exactly. And, uh, he connected me with, um, uh, Jack, uh, Murphy, also known as Murph at uh, bodega and really cool because he also was like really interested in that idea and he's gone to the trio ones before. And so it really just kind of came together really nicely. So shout out to Murph and Jerry feels good for, and Jalen obviously for helping to organize this and coordinate. Um, so we're just really excited about this and uh, we have an awesome lineup of DJs Oh yeah, and we even have someone coming in from, uh, Key West, one of Jerry's friends, Tommy Tangi. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see what he's going to bring to the table and some other names we have out there. Uh, Dala Menu, who is a local Charleston legend who we've had on the podcast. Jerry Feels oh, yeah. Good, who we've had. Um, Hi Ed, another one of my buddies. Um, DJ Zay, also known as Isaiah from Apple Juice for Two. He's going to be playing. And then um, Dougie Ellis as well, who also plays around town. And of course, yours truly. So it's going to be so much fun. We're really looking forward to it. We want you guys to show up, pack it out. We want it to be cramped in there. We want it to be wild. It's going to be so much fun. And we're really excited because we're going to get this all videoed and photographed by Mr. Orlando. Um, So shout out to Orlando. Also, he did my... Um, my photos and my Instagram reel for trio. So I know it's going to be a great job. He's going to do great work. So uh, we're just really excited. And, you know, we just want to, we've been wanting to do this event for a while. And um, if you've been to our events in the past, you know, that it's always a good time. So doing it in a actual venue is really exciting for us. And uh, we just can't wait. So mark your calendars, July 28th, nine o'clock show up boiler room it's gonna be fun and uh yeah that's all i got nine o'clock p.m to close that's like two in the morning we're gonna be partying all night and it's free it's free it is free there is no cover uh i mean now the drinks aren't free so if you want a drink you have to pay for a drink (laughs) but um this is a free event. Like Marco said, it's going to be, it's going to be sick. Some really cool DJs and um, really happy that we were able to pull this off. Uh, Cause like you said, this is something that we talked about. And like one of our goals for this year was to uh, put, put on more uh, in-person live events, 
And we did that one with the Just Music Fest. And now we're doing it again uh, with the uh, No Bullshit Just Music Boiler Room show. Um, so, hey, yeah, it's going to be super, super dope. Um, I don't really have anything else. What about you? I mean, that's pretty much it, you know. So um, I will say if this goes well, you know, then we definitely have been talking about doing this again. Um, so if you're, if you want to see that happen, then show up, bring your friends, tell their friends to bring their friends and, you know, let's just, let's have a good time. Oh yeah. It's going to be super, super dope. I can't wait. I'm excited. Um, yeah, exactly. And you'll, you'll be able to see Jalen being like the Drake meme behind the DJ booth. <laughs> And yeah. I will say this, Jalen, you bring some sunglasses inside. Oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely have them. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> bring definitely. the sunglasses. Bring the sunglasses. It's going to be really bright so. in there. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll have them. I'll have them. Yeah. But, yeah, that's everything. Um, yeah, this is just a recap of uh, pretty much everything that's been happening for Marco, myself, and the podcast. Uh, we'll continue to, of course, release episodes every Wednesday. Uh we will have a special guest on the next episode. Um, so stay tuned for that. And yeah, continue yeah. to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, under JUS Music Podcast. Um, oh, we are going to have a surprise the week of the Boiler Room Show. Can't just know that it's going to be very, very special. It's only something that's going to last that week. So if you're not following our social media pages, go ahead and follow them because you're not going to want to miss this. It's going to be very, very special. So it's going to be very exclusive to, um, to that week leading up to the event. Um, so stay tuned for that. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, continue to support Marco and you know his DJing career. Go check him out. He's at Trio. He's at Ritual. He's at uh, Republic. I mean, everywhere. <laughs> so you'll find him downtown. And uh, come check me out. Uh, come to some events yeah. at the Gailyard Center. Um, Go to the Dewberry in the Gailyard Center. Yeah. Now that you said that you're the event manager at the Gailyard Center, like... Well, I'm not the event manager. I'm the house manager. Uh, yeah. The house manager. Sheesh. Well, I'm going to have to take some hinge dates and be like, yeah, I know the I know the uh, house manager. Don't worry. <laughs> he told me this is going to be a good show. Yeah, I got you, man. We'll, I'll see what I can do. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I think that's everything. I uh, can thank y'all so much for continuing to support Just Music Podcast and um, we love y'all. Stay tuned. Later. Later.